Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planetin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those that we love and mentor and strong for our own personal well-being. We're exercising our mental muscle as we make our way through the best-selling book on self-image. It is by Maxwell Maltz and it is called The Magic Power of Self-Image Psychology. And I tell you, this book is a game changer and that's why we're going chapter by chapter because you really need to digest this book so many people read books these days and they just kind of mm, nothing nothing gets really in deep so this chapter it's a fascinating one how to be an individual in the age of conformity yeah you know that herd mentality it's like oh well they're doing it let's do it and you know, follow this person or that person. And it's even more prevalent with social media now. So, and, and it's not about not conforming to certain mm, rules in society. Otherwise society would be anarchy and we'd be in a Mad Max movie every day of our lives. So these are some really great tips to boost your confidence, to boost your self image, to give you the drive for success, the drive to be yourself. Here's what he has to say. And of course, as usual, there is not the entire chapter read to you on this book. I just give you some highlights. You owe it to yourself to be an individual. Deep down, no two people are exactly alike. And you owe it to yourself to develop your individuality. There are too many carbon copy people these days. Be an original. This does not mean you should be um, eccentric. I certainly don't mean that you must grow a beard or get up on a soapbox to deliver lectures. <laughs> he gives the example of Dwight Eisenhower, very much himself, and people love him for it. Simple man, above pretentiousness, and as a military leader, his humility was remarkable and hey he became president so as usual i'm not saying you have to become president but even a world leader was just himself went with his gut instinct and it worked next have a mind of your own your mind is one of your most precious possessions don't give it up by default Think your own thoughts, not what you believe others want you to think. Your inner thoughts, especially, are your own. Living in civilized society, there are sometimes restraints on your actions, but never on your inner thoughts. My mind to me, a kingdom is, wrote Sir Edward Dreyer, the 16th century poet. Okay, this is nothing new, but we need to remind ourselves. Make your mind a kingdom, not a jail. Let your thoughts be free as birds that fly in the sky. Don't censure them and criticize them and hate yourself if they don't always fall in the pocket of majority opinion as you know it. Our thoughts are so powerful. Our thoughts are our imagination. And our imagination can just run wild, either for good or for bad. And I think. Maybe that's why so many people in the Western world, especially now, meditate. 
But meditation is not to necessarily try and stop your thoughts. It's to calm your mind. That's my understanding of it. If you have something else that you think uh, would be helpful to others, share it in the comments uh, on the YouTube channel because that's really helpful. And I love reading comments. I read everything. And uh, I get... Uh, <laughs> I get some really great feedback, so thank you. Here we are. Learn to keep your identity in a crowd. Some people have the inner strength to feel their own individuality when alone, but give up their identity in a crowd of people. Is this you? When you express an opinion at a social gathering and someone else laughs at it, do you keep silent and slink off into a shell? If you do, digest these ideas as if they were a good meal. It will give you a different kind of energy, the power to keep your individual identity in a crowd of people. Yes, sometimes <laughs> you get stuck in a crowd and you get swept up in all the activity going on. I mean, just think about going to a sporting event. The crowd goes wild when somebody scores. <laughs> That's positive crowd momentum. But sometimes it can be challenging if it's not. Here are four great tips. Recognize your right to differ. This is a democracy and we all have the right, but many people do not exercise it. Stop playing follow the leader. When you disagree with the majority, some people may criticize you, but a mature person will not inhibit himself when others frown or sell himself for a few approving smiles. Recognize your right to be different and we're all different. So stop trying to be somebody you're not. Stop trying to be like someone else because it doesn't work. When you have a genuine personality, when you are true to your being, it's amazing. And I remember this movie called Jerry Maguire. If you ever get a chance, watch it. But Jerry <laughs> made the mistake of being too true to himself and let the world know, mm, not in the best way. But it brought out a different side of him. It stars Tom Cruise and Renee Zellinger, and it's 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 just brilliantly done. But I'm just giving you, you know, a for instance, this happens to everyone. Next, number two, give yourself approval. You've got to be your best friend. You can't always count on the other people, even if he's a good fellow, because he's got his own interests to look after and inner problems may be eating at him. Only you can fully give yourself the acceptance you need and fortify yourself with the heart one must have to maintain identity in a crowd. And that is so true. You don't know what other people are going through. You don't know if they're acting that way because that's who they are, or if they have a mask on, or if they're actually going through a really difficult time and they're doing more tension relieving than goal achieving. <laughs> so <laughs> be careful who you decide is your mentor, who you want to emulate. We all need mentors. Because it's for our personal well-being, right? But choose wisely. Number three, don't fear the bully. Almost all people are decent, 
if you give them a fair chance. Still, fearful people sometimes discover unscrupulous tactics that win them status. Some exploit the tendency of people to feel inferior, dominating crowds of people with verbal brilliance and a threat of ridiculing potential competitors. Learn to withstand verbal taunts and stand up for your right to express your beliefs and your feelings. Remember that deep down the bully is afraid and his attacks are defensive cover-ups. Don't fear the bully. The bully has psychological problems. <laughs> they do. And if you take that perspective, and this is a scientific uh, fact, actually, I did a whole episode on how bullies have some deep-rooted problems. And that's how they deal with them. So next time you come across a bully, can just remind yourself, oh my God, they've got problems. <laughs> or whatever works for you. Don't take it personally. They can't even handle themselves. Mm. Don't you love this? Psychology is fascinating. It really is. And number four, visualize your success. Some days you won't be feeling so good or you just won't get along so well with a specific crowd of people. You might feel like an outsider. Don't be depressed. This happens to everybody once in a while. You can restore your confidence if you'll picture happier moments when you felt freer and more alive. In the mind of pictures, won't come at first. Keep trying. So if the mind of pictures won't come at first, keep trying. It's worth the effort. But there's a tool he gave us last week, a very powerful tool. If you're having a hard time visualizing your future, if you're having a hard time feeling like, oh, what does success mean to me? Is success doing the dishes? Yay, big win. Is success having the confidence to apply for a new job? Because the one you're in is a soul-sucking, terrible situation, and you are not that person. It is not how you identify. <laughs> Have the courage to move forward. Have the vision. Have the confidence. However, the tool he gave us before was if you cannot see into the future, if you're having a hard time believing and being and moving in that direction, try thinking about the opposite. What would happen if you don't? I actually had dinner <laughs> not too long ago, with a friend of mine who's been in the same soul-sucking job for 15 years. And he's finally decided to move on. That's what I'm talking about. How would that feel? 15 years. In 15 years, what could you accomplish? What could you accomplish in 10, 5, hey, one year? Start today in a little way, moving forward, bit by bit. Maybe you just have to comb your hair and start moving your alarm clock five minutes earlier. Maybe you just have to give yourself a break and say no when others are stealing your time. 
But please don't stay in a soul-sucking job for 15 years and then wonder what happened to your life. So if you're struggling with the visualization process, to see yourself, to give yourself that newfound freedom doing what you want to do while still being able to put food on the table for your family. Start taking those steps. And if you can't see it, then start thinking, what's my life going to be like 15 years from now in this soul-sucking situation? I love that. And man, I'm trying it out on myself and I am excited. I am so excited. And he says, and, and this is all encompassing, right? When you overconform, you know, just work in a factory for your whole life, you distort your self-image. You no longer really know who you are at all because you are always trying to please others looking for constant approval when you don't need it, bowing and scraping to relieve your anxiety, you twist out of shape the unique qualities that make you an individual. To be happy, you must have areas in which you can express your uniqueness without fear of realistic danger. These areas exist if you don't take them away from yourself. When you find them, You'll be finding a part of yourself that will make you feel more whole. Your self-image will be more solid ground and you will be happier. When you stop the soul-sucking conformity, herd mentality, doing what the crowd does because my dad worked in the factory and his dad worked in the factory, so I must work in the factory. And I'm just giving you a for instance. But whatever that looks like to you, you have the power within you to let go of that and make a better life for yourself. In doing so, you will lead a more inspired life and you'll be a better mentor and a role model for those that love and look up to you for guidance. Well, if you like the show, share it with somebody you know and hey, add some comments, hit that subscribe button you don't want to miss next week because I will be here for you. I'll see you then.